Well, hello, my friend. Welcome to Breath with Sergio. Today's episode, I want to talk to you about the evolution of art collecting. Well, hello, my friend. Welcome to Breath with Sergio. I'm waiting here for my daughter to take her to school today. And uh, yeah, she needed a ride. So um, I want to, in the meantime, kind of do my breakfast here with you. And I want to talk about, you know, how art collecting has changed over the last three decades. I still remember a day before the internet, not before social media, but before the internet, right? That's when I was a student and I was kind of entering into the art world. And I remember the day, you know, those days where galleries, in order to sell art, a collector had to actually walk in the door, uh, have a conversation with the galleries, and then, you know, through that process, sell a physical object, you know, the work of art directly to a collector, or maybe the collector received a postcard over the mail and it's a gallery that they trusted, they were interested, they would have to call the gallery and so on. Then the internet came about. So I remember, you know, the beginning of, uh, of internet, again, before social media, the internet, www, uh, that uh, galleries at the beginning were reluctant about jumping in and putting their inventory online. Uh, eventually that became more of a norm as galleries began to really see the value of the web and but really online sales were very minimal and only a few galleries were really going for you know online sales uh, online market and uh, again still the web was mostly used for promotion for like the digital business card you know where you could go to a website find out what shows were coming up Maybe see a couple of samples of work, but that's about it, right? And that continued to evolve, you know, as more galleries began to jump in the web and the web began to also to grow and become more robust in the things that it could actually offer to businesses, such as galleries. Um, but then the social media came about and social media kind of came to change the whole game for everybody because now all of a sudden, collectors had quick access to the artist himself or herself, to the artist studio. Collectors had first look into what was happening in the studio, in the artist's life and so on. So galleries had no choice, but also to jump into that wagon uh, and begin to use social media, you know, to promote their programming, the words that they have available and so on. And well, you have seen that grow know, over the last 10 years to where we are now, you know, where galleries have to have an online program, a social media program in order to really be up to date with what's happening in the art world today and for collectors to find them and, and to be able to make business, you know, as a gallery. Now, platforms that evolve, you know, over the, again, the last 10 years or so that have been evolving and growing and more recently with the last five years, uh, for artists, Sachi Art, right? A platform where artists can sell direct from that uh, platform without having a gallery representation. And then also artsy.net and Artnet, you know, as two platforms exclusively for galleries. So galleries can, you know, sell directly online from those platforms. So what that allows is a gallery to upload their inventory, make it available, you know, to collectors. And the way those platforms began, they become pretty much as an index of available work 
but sales were not really happening through the platform, right? You know, when you look at how RC used to function just a few years before or ago, you know, if a collector wanted to purchase a work of art, they had to click on a button that said inquire. Uh, the inquire then would be sent to the gallery. The gallery will receive that inquire, reply to that inquire, contact the collector, and then go from there. So RC was kind of like just the middle the, the middle contact, but really not the transaction, not, the, not where the sale actually happened. Well, that also evolving within the last two years, for example, RC and, and other platforms like Artnet and so on, also began to develop uh, tools to actually make the transaction online. And they began to experiment first with buy now button. So the buy now option allowed the collector to actually look at the work that they wanted and then just click and buy. And many galleries at the beginning, I remember, were reluctant about this. You know, they didn't they they didn't think that collectors would want that, that collectors kind of wanted like that personal attention or in the gallery to be in contact with the collector first and inquired and so on, have that conversation and then make the sale. Well, when RC began to test, you know, the buy now feature, it actually was very successful. And then they released it to all the accounts, to everybody, uh, where is now a norm for a gallery if they choose, if they want to have their inventory on RC or Arnet, where they can just click and buy now and immediately it's a transaction where the platform collects the money and then all the gallery has to do is just send the artwork, right? Uh, same as it will happen, for example, in Sachi Art, if you're an artist selling directly from Sachi Art without a gallery, where the collector can pick the artwork, buy it there, and then you just ship it directly to the collector. So those are some ways in how the, you know, buying, the, the collecting has changed, right? Because all these new features that have been added and the conveniency for the collector to make the purchase. Uh, now, for example, on RC, you have, if, as a gallery, you have three options. When you put an artwork on the platform, you can select if you want to have the artwork to be inquired or buy now, or even, you know, the newest one, which is make offer. Or it could be a combination where you could buy now and make offer. So where the collector, if they see a work, if the collector sees a work that, that he or she likes, can actually say, well, I'm going to make an offer. And so the gallery has a couple of days to either counter offer that with, a, with another number or accept the offer and ship the artwork to the collector. So what does that mean for us as artists? Well, I think what it, what it means is that, you know, as we see a new wave of collectors coming into the market, you know, who are very savvy about buying online, collecting online, searching for artists online, finding artists online. You know, the importance to be online, to have a clean presence as an artist, a clean brand, if you're an independent artist without a gallery, then making sure that, you know, it is obvious, it is easy for a prospect collector to know how to approach you and how to, you know, buy your art. Believe it or not, I have seen artists who are hard to find, or have there's no way to figure out where the art is sold, or if uh, message them, you know, may take forever to reply on an inquiry. So that's a put off for a collector, right? So kind of being, now that doesn't mean that you have to have a buy now button everywhere. You just have to make sure that as an artist, if you're selling directly, you know, that you are clear, that it's easier to find you, 
uh, that uh, the ways in which somebody can purchase your art are easily delineated in your in your um, in your brand. Uh, for example, on Instagram, you can say DM me for inquiries, or um, you know, on your website, you can say how you sell your art if you have it, you know, for sale on your website, or on other platforms such as Art or others that you may choose. Now, if you're working with a gallery, if you are represented by a gallery, then what that means is that you know, you have to um, work directly and closely with your gallery so that you can cross promote the work that the gallery is working as well, honoring the uh, relationship that you have with the gallery, because it is very common today that the gallery is promoting the art, but then comes a, uh, a collector who sees the work at the gallery or through the promotion, but then they contact the artist directly. So it's responsibility of the artist again to honor whatever uh, agreements you have with your gallery so that you don't break the trust from the gallery and vice versa, right? And uh, again, so as the world has changed and as the dynamics of collecting and reaching out to, to artists directly has changed, you know, artists who are working with galleries, you just gotta make sure that, you know, you have a strong relationship with your gallery and that you're always in communication and cross-promoting and making the best for both. And um, that's all I have to say, you know, it's so interesting to me to see how, how the world has changed. When I look at my gallery, 33 Contemporary Gallery, we actually, last uh, September, uh, we went full-fledged, we put all the eggs in the online sales basket. We are now directly just selling through online, uh, specifically through rc.net. You can actually follow us at 33 Contemporary on Instagram, or if you go to rc.net, look for 33 Contemporary Gallery and you just follow us there. Uh, and we are selling, you know, a lot directly through rc.net. And it's just been a great move for us. A lot of artists moving because of it. And, um, you know, in the partnerships that we have done as well as a gallery, you know, to continue working and growing our collector base and offering the works that we have available. So. Uh, it's interesting to see, you know, how the world is changing, how the platforms are changing and how the collector behavior continues to change. And I think it's a trend that collectors, particularly the new wave of collectors, want transparency. They want easy communication. Uh, they want conveniency. And uh, when, a, when a gallery or an artist can provide that and, and provide the trust factor, then you know those sales can happen a lot a lot easier so thanks again for watching this video my friends share it with your artist friends as well we'd love to hear your thoughts let me know what your thoughts are what trends have you seen on collectors in your own experience we'd love to hear that and read that as well thank you for watching if you are on youtube subscribe to my channel so you don't miss very far with sergio on instagram follow me at sergio gomez art on facebook as well at art next level if you're listening to the podcast, subscribe to the podcast as well. Thank you, my friends. We'll see you later. Goodbye.